Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. So it's happened then. Uh, I know some people will say that we are not surprised uh, because this is what Chip Pumping is. He always does. He always fires the coaches. I actually saw an article that was done by oh, who did it? It was it was Enes, Enes Makanya at goal. I think if I'm not no, he's not at goal, but it was Enes Makanya, and he actually pulled out the numbers of how many coaches Chipa have appointed uh, since they came into top flight football, and it was 29 coaches in eight years. But then, if you were listening to the chairman of Chipa United, Mr. Sevilla Mpenges, who does a lot of great work, by the way, outside of football, as we had in our interview with him last month, you would have thought that okay, it looks like. Then Malisela might stay a bit longer now. He was reappointed in uh, December and you thought, okay, the chairman says that they've learned from their mistake. He even told us that they're going to have a chat, that they're going to communicate when things go, go, go wrong and speak directly to each other. But he's hopeful that there will be a long and fruitful stay between um, him and Dan Dance Malisela, a long and fruitful partnership. But it didn't take long. They say football aina, therefore, and Dan Dance Malisela has been shown the door now after that 5-1 drubbing at uh, Marisbeck United this past weekend another team that's been struggling in the league but don't forget that Denton's Malisela has taken Chipper to the semi-finals of the NetBank Cup where they've got Pretoria Kellis and the chairman was telling us how they would like to win the cup and get into continental football but at the moment they've got problems in the league because they're third from bottom with just three wins from 21 matches so um, the chairman of Chipper United let me apologize could not join us live for this interview believe that he's flying or i'm not sure where he is at the moment so we had to speak to him just before that so we had to speak to him before the show because he couldn't join us live for this interview and this is how our conversation went yeah look we 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 for for eight consecutive uh all sort of consecutive games uh we have not been winning uh and it was a concern of course we're hoping that we can get three points uh from Marisbeck looking where they are standing on the log below us. So now when we lost uh, to them, you know, so it, it left us, you know, with no hope that uh, we'll ever beat anyone who is above us. As you can see now that it's getting tougher and tougher. So the relegation uh, dogfight, as they call, is a reality. So we thought maybe... As for psychology of the players, maybe they need to see somebody else. They need to hear other voice. Because surely there is a problem with this uh, with the with the coach that uh, was there, you know, previously. So it was a difficult decision. Uh, bear in mind that we have a good relationship with uh, Coach Dan. Is uh, a person that personally I admire for what he has achieved as a player, but unfortunately. Uh, the decision had to be taken because you don't want it to act after effect. You don't want to act when the team is already relegated. It's too late uh, to act uh, by then. Chairman, we have seen teams lose 9 nil in football or 5 nil or 5-1. Uh, did you not panic here? Look, I mean, yeah, I would understand if it was a, 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 a second lose, third lose. But I mean, uh, after eight games not winning, uh, surely uh, I don't think uh, we were unfair. Because I mean, uh, you can see that uh, if you look at all uh, 16 teams' performance, you see that we are the only team, you know, that is uh, 
plate uh, uh, or achieved uh, two draws in five or eight games, you know. So, so I think uh, the, 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 the panic is, is justified looking at uh, where we are and uh, the number of games we played. Because, I mean, we've been there. It's not like we are a club just arriving now. We know uh, exactly what it means. So we can't now continue. We can't, we can't keep on uh, 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 praying, you know, that other opponents, you know, must lose their teams uh, for us to survive. And the former coach says there's no quality in the squad and no one can do a good job there. No, look, we 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 we, we don't agree with him, you know, on that one. Of course, the time will tell uh, the people who, are, who have taken over from him. Uh, the time will tell. Uh, we are not wanted to debate, you know, with him because I mean I don't lie. Normally, I'm not the chairman who likes to dwell. Uh, more on the coaches who have failed, you know, their assignments. Uh, I like to focus more on the present and the future uh, of those ones who are coming. But I mean, our technical team, the assistant coaches, the goalkeeper coaches, and everyone, even the players and our supporters, feel like that we've got enough quality. When we have uh, players like La Force, now we have just signed up Manisa, we have. Uh, about Burundi International, Alfred Isavabaluva, we've got Namibian International, we've got Abu Mobi, we've got Gwen, uh, the Nigerian striker, Evanga, Kamerian, we've got two boys, uh, Mohel and Molossian. So for me to say there's no quality, uh, I don't agree with him, but it's not for me to debate, you know, the time will tell. But I believe with the team that we have, we are capable of uh, surviving the division and even proceed to the NetBank final. Talking about the NetBank final, when we spoke to you the last time, you were very happy that you were in the semis and uh, you were saying that you want to work on this relationship with Coach Dan Malisela. Were you not tempted to leave him until the end of the season? Look, uh, I must say that uh, NetBank, as much as we would love to achieve it, but it's not important compare the, the, the our league uh, our uh, DSTV uh, premiership uh, so I mean what would be the point of winning Netflix Cup and you are still relegated uh, yes uh, I wished I wished I would have you know kept him I wish result would have gone in his way but uh, unfortunately these decisions must be taken in football. Mm. And are you not worried about your reputation now with people saying that you're always quick to fire coaches? Look, the, that for me is, a, is is not a good reputation, but for me, I, it's better than uh, having my team going uh, to the bush. Than really. So it's something that I'll take it, you know. Uh, I'll take it, uh, but I'll say it's better than uh, a pool. Than 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 uh, having to bear the consequences of relegation, you know. So I'd rather act now than you know when we see sometimes 
I mean, the good example is uh, Wabafana Bafana, where we, we we fire coaches after the phase to, to qualify. So the same as uh, us as club level at PSL, we don't want, it's too late to act in event when the club is already been relocated. And I've been there, you know, so I know exactly what it means to be relocated. You had high hopes, Chairman. You wanted him to stay. You were hoping that it becomes longer. Where do you think he got it wrong this time, or where do you think he failed? Well... He started right, you know. Uh, he was doing right, good motivation to the players, and we, when he came, uh, we were winning, you know, some of the games. But sometimes the motivation, you know, uh, you know, football people who know people who understand football, they will tell you that uh, that uh, motivation uh, taste sometimes it it finishes, you know. So then now. Uh, the technique now that you you apply, how do you protect a lead? You know how do you not concede? Uh, how do you you know not only playing good football but also winning? You know it, it comes after that taste has finished. So uh, after three or four games, in the wheel they just uh, uh, fell off. You know, and we were all. Uh, Talked, you know, looking at how we started. So, I mean, it's been now eight games. I mean, the, the accumulation of 5-1 against Marisbeck, you know, it's a pill that is difficult to swallow. And do you have to speak to the players when you have to make a decision like this? No, I can't speak to the players. You know, unfortunately, the thing is, you can't release players now until the the end of the window. I mean, until the the, the season is finished. But I will be talking to them, and I will be really talk very strong also to to them to say uh, they must pick up, you know, their, their socks, you know. Otherwise, uh, if they are not uh, pick up their socks, then 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 they are heading for a disaster. So yeah. I'll be talking to them tomorrow morning. Mm. And when you have part, when you have to part ways with the coach, do you get their input or do you just tell them after the decision? Look, we, I mean, as I said, you, the coach will always have a chance. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, we, we, we come to the point where you know we can't uh, get their input, but we have to stick on what is the return on the contract as as, as, as far as uh, performance is concerned, you know, mm. and execute. But I think eight games was really fair. Yeah. And do you see him coming back in the future? How, how, what do you think this does to the relationship? Because you've told us you have actually a good relationship with him. Honestly speaking, I see him coming back, but not necessarily as a head coach, you know. I think he has been a head coach for us for many times. I don't see him uh, doing anything different now, but I think if we can bring him back in any of our structures, maybe the technical director, the development coach, or anything, uh, because at the end of the day, uh, if he's not working there, he's struggling, suffering. I cannot just turn uh, uh, my eyes, you know and pretend as if I don't see that. Mm. Uh, of course, I hope and pray that he can find another job somewhere, but I don't think 
he will come back to us as a head coach again. Yeah. And let's look ahead now, Chairman. Look, Emal is the man that you want. You've put out a statement now. What are you? What have you asked Safa to do now? What are you hoping, waiting for from Safa? Look, you look, Emal is telling me now that uh, he's been cleared by Safa and by FIFA. So we cannot uh, rely on that uh, information from him. We want Safa to. To, to say that in writing, as you know that previously when we announced they made a public uh, statement, you know, to say they are going to block him for, 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 from playing, and then they got to ask FIFA's ethical uh, committee to ban him forever, and they, they prevented us from signing him. They threatened to ask the Minister of Home Affairs uh, to stop his visa. So, if now uh, look now is saying he has sorted his issues, his differences with them, and then he's been cleared. So we want Safa now to say that in writing, uh, and then also make a press uh, statement, you know, public statement as they did in the past. Mm. Uh, so in the meantime, we will not also make him a head coach but we'll make him a technical advice until such time uh, we get an outcome from uh, Safa, whether it's positive or negative. And are you not worried about the reaction? Some South Africans are still angry after what he said in Tanzania. Look, we are coming from the New Year's, uh, I'm sorry, from the Easter weekend, you know, where we, we're talking of uh, forgiveness, where our Lord Jesus died for us and forgive all our sins. So, I mean, as I said in the past, you know, we must forgive him, you know. Mm. Uh, we must forgive him because, I mean, in ourselves, we are not perfect, you know. Uh, we have said things, whether somebody here or not, and we have done things uh, public or in darkness. So I think as a human being, uh, he deserves certain chance. I believe that he's repented. Uh, if he has done that, even though he still uh, say that he was uh, misunderstood, but I doubt that he'll ever make that mistake now of talking mm. that way because of the punishment, you know, that he has received. Because remember, the man for six months, he has been out of job, you know, because he could not work anywhere here in, the, in Africa. So at least now, we're trying to assist him so that he can be able to feed his family. Last one, what can you tell us about this young man, Sia Kwambi? I've seen him in the youth teams and I've seen him on the bench also in the senior teams. You seem to have high hopes for him, even if it's not for now, but going forward, he seems to be cheaper through and through. Yes, I mean, he's been with us now for the past six years. He's one of the talents that we've identified when we came in in Port Elizabeth from Cape Town. He's been into our development structures. We are building him. We believe that uh, he's not there yet, but uh, within no time, we are, we are hoping that uh, he will be ready to coach Chipper United, you know, because he understands the culture, he understands chairman, he understands uh, our philosophy, he understands what we want. So we are hoping that now we will 
carries the job now, you know, until the end of the season. Okay, straight from the horse's mouth then, Chipa Ambenge. We had to speak to him before he got on a flight, so we, we, we couldn't take him live, but that's what he had to say about the appointment of Luke A. Mile as a technical advisor for now and the parting of ways with Dentens Malisela. I see there is so much reaction here, so we're going to try and play your voice notes as, as many as we can after this break. Sport on on SAFM. Okay, I think we might as well go straight to the reaction here because there is so much of it while I try to tweet in the meantime. Hi, Tabis and South Africans. Eddie from Orindal Stress. <laughs> you know, the, the most abused coach in this country is Dan Malisel and by the by one team and one owner, Bengesi. This is really, this is really, really an abuse. And the gentleman must be told that he must stop abusing Dan Malisel. Because this is one of our... Uh, best players that we ever had in this country, the former player that we had in, in this country. Thank you very much. Hello, 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 member. Uh, you know what? Uh, Chipa's style of management works for him. He's been using the same style uh, from 2016-17 when he got promoted and the style is working for him. The coach lasts for a couple of games. If he doesn't win, gets fired. But it's working for him cheaper. It's like buying airtime. It's pay as you go. I think when those coaches sign the contracts, <laughs> they tell you that uh, you will end per game. You end per game. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, you, you are shown the door. Uh, but the, the guy's uh, management style is working. It's working for him. You know. To be fair, in all honesty, it's working for him. He's doing well. I believe he will survive the chop even this season. And so to Mr. Chipamping, you see how he can just keep up his style. Okay, let's go to the line. Silo and Mukupane, good evening. Prati. Yes, sir. Birthday boy. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I'll throw it. Look, I don't know. I was listening to Eddie um, talking about Chipamping. How he abuses or other do then, and I think that the abuse is not only to to then then to Bradden. Because in this way, we 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 follow soccer, we love soccer, and so forth. But how the abuse it 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 it, it is being perpetuated? It is all is is extended to us as South African soccer lovers. I think Oden must just leave this abusive relationship, otherwise he is not going to um, be able to to move forward. He must just leave this Mbengizi. Um, maybe, maybe Mbengizi will. I really don't know what's wrong with that man. It is very shocking, really. I mean, there's no way you can just get someone, fire him, get someone, fire him, just like this. Uh, yeah. come on, man. Like I was saying in that article, they said 20, 29 coaches in eight years that have been hired at Chipper United. We've sure. got more, yeah, we've got more voice notes here. Yeah, good evening, Tabiso Butinkong from Indo Indian Cape. Tabiso, I, I want you to ask on my behalf from the chairman. Was it prudent for him to dismiss a coach for one bad result? For instance, Bayern Munich beat Barcelona's A2. Man City lost 7-1, if I'm not mistaken, to Western Villa earlier this season. Pirates at some point lost 
one and six nil against Super Sport and Mamelo the Sundowns respectively. No coaches were dismissed in all these instances. Now, is it? Does he think that it it was prudent for him to dismiss a coach over one result, one bad result? Albeit that the coach has put the club in the quarterfinals as we speak now of Netbank uh, Cup. I thank you, Tabiso Musi. I'm sorry that my voice note is too long. Thank you very much. Butinkonki Indo in the Eastern Cape. Hi, member. Hi, Tabiso. Hi, Katleho. Good evening, Mr. Chipambengesi. This is Kabelo Pitori, Mopitori. I only have one question for Mr. Mbengis. What kind of contracts does he enter with the coaches he hires? I'm talking about is are they performance-based contracts or just normal contracts whereby you are contracted for three years with a salary of certain amount, that's it. Or is it a matter of you're contracted with us, you need to win five matches in ten games? What kind of contract does he sign or enter with the coaches he hires? Maybe if we can get clarity on that, maybe we'll understand why he keeps firing, chopping, hiring, and exiting, ditching, however you can put it, the coaches. Thank you. Good evening, member, your team, and my fellow listeners. You know, Chipam Bengesi is controlled by emotions. And I'm saying that without any doubt or contradiction. Teams have lost 5-1, they've lost 9-1 without even firing their managers. Here in South Africa, when someone is appointed by Chipa, we advise them not even to unpack their luggage because of they will be fired. Look at uh, Sheffield United in, in, in England. They stuck by their coach. Okay, sorry, sorry about that. We just wanted to get a comment from South Kadasta, South African Football Coaches Association, on this appointment now of Luke Amal and Mr. Sudesh Singh joins us on the line, the sporting director. Mr. Singh, just your thoughts on Luke Amal now coming back to South African football? Good evening, my brother. It's yes. very scandalous if this is true, you know. It is. He's officially confirmed that he's appointed him as a technical advisor for now. How does he get a work permit to work in this country? That's he what we're waiting he, for he's now. He's an yeah. old racer, and previously, together with SAFA, the Department of Home Affairs, we denied him uh, access to come into this country. So I'm shocked to hear tonight that uh, the man is in the country. Yes, and he's already got a job. Is it something that you're going to take up? Because I remember after those comments he made in Tanzania, Safka were in the forefront saying that he should not be allowed to come and coach here. Absolutely, Tabiso, because uh, actually about an hour ago, I got calls from all over the continent. Mm. You know, we have a network there and we're part of uh, many CAF uh, 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 committees yes. and people are shocked to say that what's going on in South Africa, you know, I think this actually pulls us down as South Africans because we are the ones who've been at the forefront of, uh, we know what we've been through under apartheid. And now, how can we be uh, bowing down and accepting uh, 
outright racist. Yeah. You know, it's, it's shocking. It's shocking that a club like Chipa can still go ahead. Uh, let's leave the issues about uh, Dan's uh, mm. dismissal and the, uh, the, the, the bad treatment of South African coaches. But how again do we now still accept uh, outright races like this in South Africa? He says we so, must forgive. He says we must forgive. Do we forgive? We forgive, but we don't forgive. Uh, forget. But that doesn't mean that we must allow people like this to come back and oppress us again. I mean, the days of colonialism are over. Mm. Uh, I, I, I heard earlier on, on on your show when he says that uh, uh, the guy hasn't been working for six months and what. We have thousands of coaches in South Africa and on the continent who are unemployed. Mm. Is he thinking of any of those coaches, employing those coaches? So where do our, our loyalties lie? I mean, this guy was condemned as a racist. He called us Africans monkeys, baboons. And we, we, we forgive, but uh, has he repented? Has he learned? Has he, do we need somebody like that? Does he come with some skill that us Africans don't have? Is he somebody who has won the World Cup, uh, Champions League, or something that we don't have in South Africa or on the continent? Okay, Does he Sudesh. have any of those skills? Let's continue this conversation tomorrow. I think we need to hear more from you tomorrow. We'll set it up. But thanks for speaking to us as a member of the South African Football Coaches Association. We're going to have to leave it there. Um, We can continue the conversation on social media, those who are on.